0: we're focusing on San Francisco a lot in a lot of these podcasts. And the prime reason is is they are the poster child for everything that has gone sideways in a lot of these blue Democrat cities littered throughout the West Coast and in the Midwest and East Coast as well. But, you know, West Coast, best coast, baby. I mean, all right, for homelessness and a lot of that other good stuff, there's other good stuff in the West Coast too. But in San Francisco, they're at that spot where Man, our streets are rough in certain areas of downtown. They're rough. The tenderloin, rough. It's just, you know, it's gotten so bad that the mayor is, is stating, all right, we gotta, we gotta clean things up here. We gotta do something. So we had kind of a little question and answer time with the San Francisco police department from some more alternative folks within the supervisors within the community and police watchdog group so police watchdog grills san francisco police department chief about drug crackdown they're trying to throw some folks in jail to clean up the streets and their very own politicians are like no we don't like that That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense that's what we got going on. I mean, this is literally what you got going on in San Francisco. Just a bunch of knuckleheads. Let's read about them. Commission also passed 911 non police alternative program court. They praised evidence based approach in contrast to drug arrests. We have proven that anything other than arresting people is just not going to have much of an impact on this particular topic. Because you gotta get you gotta get people off the streets. And one way to do that is to arrest drug dealers, give them long terms. But in San Francisco, you can arrest them all you want. District attorney isn't gonna really do much, right? Just not gonna do much. Just yeah, it's not where you know, we got this whole uh oh, yeah, they only murdered 14 people, therefore, let's give them probation. Let's give them probation. Because we know deep down inside that killer. There's a good person lurking in there, and we believe in them. Just like having compassion for people living in a tent, killing themselves through drugs. Yeah, it's very compassionate. Yeah, I'm full of compassion. I don't care with that. It's all right. Riff-raff on the streets, that's good. I mean, they're mostly peaceful, they're drugs. Police commissioners held a lengthy and testy probe with San Francisco Police Department Chief Bill Scott on Wednesday night, questioning him over the mayor's promise to arrest drug users. And dealers through a recently announced unified command center. So we got a unified command center. We're going to uh, arrest our way out. We're going to get, we're going to get just a little bit of public safety back. Are not we in San Fran? Are we? We don't know yet because we don't know how this, how is this going to go? We don't have much in the way of deets, right? The center formerly called the Drug Market Agency Coordination Center. Drug Market Agency Coordination Center. Can't they have simpler names? It was established Monday at an undisclosed location in Civic Center as a hub for agencies to strategize and implement a recently announced crackdown on open-air drug markets, which includes arresting people publicly using drugs. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Anyone? Anyone? Portland? Yeah, Mayor Ted doing the exact same thing. Why? Because it's gotten so bad he's politically forced to address it. Remember at one time, all these mayors were like, yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, people living outdoors, you know, they got a lot less COVID than everybody else living inside. I mean, you can say that out loud now and you won't be censored, but you know, before it would just be, good Lord, that is some blasphemy. It's okay to allow people to live outside. I mean, they're getting some fresh air, right? I mean, tents for everybody. Just let everybody live wherever now we're coming back on that going, you know what? That might not have been the greatest idea in the world. Any of these propositions that have legalized drugs, you know what? We need to reimagine and rethink our approach to to hard drugs because mm, it is not working out. How many, you know, hundreds of thousands of, 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 of people are dying? 107,000 people last year died of, you know, overdoses on th- this year. It's got to be more. It's got to be more. I was watching uh, something out of Portland, and they were indicating, all right, we just found six bodies. Epic. In the wrong direction. And they're thinking there's a bad batch of something with fentanyl in it, and she's killing people. They found six bodies. This is like in the last 24 hours. They've also got a killer on the loose, and six six women, and there's a common thread between them, serial mm, sexual assaulter. You just got all kinds of stuff in Portland going the wrong direction. As the evening progressed and commissioners moved to the subject of arresting drug users, exchanges between the commissioners and San Francisco police chief Bill Scott grew increasingly tense. Oh, they don't like, they don't like arresting. They don't like putting people in jail. They just don't. Eh, it's okay. That killer's fine. Eh, they'll, they'll, they'll turn it around and, you know, outpatient therapy. They'll be good. They'll be a good person. Scott made it clear the priority of officials crackdown on public drug consumption is to eliminate it from view. We're clearing it out. We're not solving it. We're clearing it off the streets. Huh. Yeah. Cause it's not good for tourism. It's not good for the Asian Pacific Economic Conference coming up, the APEC. It's not a good look for that. The, you know, people coming into that convention worldwide, yeah, they've heard about some of the street conditions in San Francisco. But until you see, you know, a big homeless encampment first person and smell it, it's, it is it is something that you need to experience just once in your lifetime. Go to a big city, walk around, look at the homeless encampment, look at the conditions, look at the amount of garbage, look at the needles, look at the tinfoil, look at the condition of the people in the encampment. And, um, and tell me how that is compassionate towards your fellow human being. I, it's mind-blowing, right? So it's not meant to solve addiction, the police chief is saying. People are horrified when they walk down the street. We are here to give them some relief to these people. Hmm, That almost sounds reasonable. Well, it's a cop. So it's coming from you know a pragmatic approach yep yeah, can't do much, but here's what we can do we can arrest people doing open air drug usage and dealing at least get them off the streets. Is the district attorney in San Francisco on board with this? that's some of the questions I have because if you arrest all day long that's fine, but if you don't you know if you're not putting people away in jail, are they going to arrest their way through all these drug dealers? I find that hard to believe. The bottom line is, is this should have never been allowed, but this is decade after decade after decade of progressive policy in action, and you are seeing the end result. And the end result, my friends, is not pretty. So Scott said, eight San Francisco Police Department officers and one sergeant have been moved from their usual unit to focus on narcotics in the Tenderloin. I'm calling them task force officers, said Scott. He explained that the additional officers are undergoing training by the California Highway Patrol to learn to identify and detain someone who is intoxicated. They haven't yet been deployed. It will happen. I can't give you a date, but it will happen soon. Experts told Mission Local this week that there is an outside chance drug consumption would be swept from public view, but that San Francisco's crackdown was unlikely to save lives or ease addiction. 100% agree. It will not, it will not do any of those things. So then the article goes on to say that, hey, they're trying to figure out some programs that are going to work. Uh, we got pilots going on. Supporters at the meeting, including several police commissioners pointed out that CART and similar programs could respond to street conditions in the tenderline instead of the police for less cost. So we're always, you know, coming up against that. But then the bottom line is, is you're going to have to have some force at some point, right? Still, the police department showed no signs of reversing course. When pressed, Scott went on to list instances where an arrest would be made. When they see people using in public, public consumption, when they see people highly intoxicated from using illegal drugs, they will make arrests. The issue I have is it's you know, there's crazy people and there's people on drugs and they oftentimes look exactly the same. We haven't, you know, even touched on the mentally unstable that are just roaming the streets that are whacked out on drugs as well. I mean, you've just got a bunch of people that are, you know, mental and addicted and we're not really coming up with solutions that make a lot of sense because there really aren't any, Yeah, you, know, you can't, you can't just, there's no one size fits all for this this problem. You got a bunch of people who don't want to go into detox or rehab and they want to continue living their lives. That means living in a tent outside in a major metropolitan city where there's access to all these drugs coming right up the I-5 corridor. I mean, that's it's not that hard to figure out. I, I mean, it's pretty much an open, not even a secret anymore, is it? It's just, this is what we're doing. So we're focusing on people who are actually using, he said, adding that it could include people who are down on the ground, slumped over, semi-conscious, somebody passed out. Okay. Are they going to arrest them? All right. So they're going to arrest them and those people sober up and then they're charged with what? And then they go right back out on the streets and because they're jonesing so hard, they just do whatever to get their next fix. Are we going to put them in jail for a while? Are we going to detox them that way? That's behavior that is unsafe and that people have been complaining about the most. It is unsafe and it's, it's just crazy to be around. I was in downtown. I've talked about this in other podcasts. I was in downtown Seattle this past weekend. I was taking a ferry to my buddy's house in Bainbridge Island. And then I took a ferry back after we moved his boat from one marina to the shop where it's got to get fixed. We brought it back on one engine and no bow thrusters. That was, that was some entertainment getting it off the dock. A lot of fun. I had to manually flip it around and it's a 42 foot boat, but I was in downtown Seattle and I was taking an Uber and uh, there was a dude across the street who had a sword and he was just kind of whacking on stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's behavior. I don't really want to be around. And I would move from this portion of the street, but my Uber is coming down and I ain't losing my Uber. So here's what we're doing. Just going to hold my ground and hope this guy doesn't come over to say hi with his sword. Stuff like that. Yeah, you know, you're just like, you doing what? You whacked out on drugs and you got a sword? It was it was more like maybe a, a saber. It was narrow and kind of curved on the end. I didn't want to get too close, but I could see that across the street. Uh, You know, that's that's not really for me. Scott mentioned several times that only three out of the 45 self-reported San Francisco addresses the residents. He confirmed that none of the people arrested accepted service. They don't want to get sober. That's what you got going on. These are people gaming the system, gaming big cities across the U.S. And everybody goes, we need more housing to house these people and help them. No, you don't. You need a lot, a lot of drug addiction services because that's what it would take to switch this around. I don't see that happening. These people aren't getting off drugs. We got them on drugs that are super cheap and super addictive. They're not going off. They're not going off. And they're coming into San Francisco. They're coming into Seattle. They're coming into Portland from other cities because those cities... It's illegal to do drugs. It's illegal to sell drugs out in the open. It's illegal to sell stolen goods out in the open. But in these cities, San Fran, Seattle, Portland, LA, it's not illegal up until now. So we're gonna have that constant battle of I'm not gonna read the rest. It's basically just, you know, a bunch of stuff at the end of an article that like doesn't have a lot of meaning. So I it's my podcast, so I can just, you know, I don't really want to read that. That's some nonsense. So you got a cop, you got the chief cop defending their position to arrest, you know, a bunch of people to get people off the streets. All right. Step in the right direction. Does it solve any problems long-term? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it makes the city look a little bit better and appearance is everything, right? That's what I'm kind of thinking we got going on. You got to increase the appearance of some of these cities. You got to make them look just a scooch better. Because nobody's going to vote for you if you don't. And so much of this is elected elected officials just going, oh, the conditions of our city that I inherited from the former politician are just horrible. And then they spend their four years and nothing gets done. It just gets worse. And the next guy says the exact same thing or the next gal says the exact same thing. Because this is driven by London Breed, the mayor of San Fran, right? She's talking a tough game. She's sending the chief of police to go drop the hammer and arrest some folks doing nefarious activities involving narcotics is this going to have an impact probably short term it's something that they can point to and say hey we did something remember that it's kind of like remembering mayor ted's safer summer pdx they had record levels of gun violence kind of like that you know i can't remember if they had record levels of gun violence but two years running portland had just portland went pound for pound with big towns on their murder rate. I mean, they were, they were holding steady. I mean, they were, they were punching way out of their weight class, right? Yeah. And that's not good. They had way more murders in San Francisco, Portland. A lot of that has to do with the drug trade, right? Nobody wants to come out and say it. Nobody wants to come right out and say all these shootings that we have happening, are gang violence. And why is that? The optics aren't good. If we arrest a bunch of those folks, that's not happening. Not going to do that. No, that's not a good look. Mm-mm, no, siree. Let's just let everything go. So, that is some of what you've got going on here is hey, we're going to arrest people dealing drugs. Oh, okay. All right. We'll I'll see the demographics on that and see how that goes over with the city. And it'll be entertaining. Entertaining. So, yeah, this is, this is one kind of little bit piece of the puzzle, which is it's not meant to help people. This whole thing is meant to make the city look better because you got tourism, you got APEC coming into town, Asia Pacific Economic Conference. You got, and that's, that's not anytime soon. I think that's like a year out, but if you see the streets of San Francisco, if you take a you know, hard look at any YouTube videos, they you got some work to do. Most of these cities do, they've got work to do. you got various mayors that are doing their thing trying to get things going man, it is an uphill battle. You square one area of town away, boom, all that activity's gone somewhere else. It's that whack-a-mole, right? So until you start putting people in jail long-term, which I do not think we have the political will to do, it's the only thing that's long-term going to kind of, you know, give the give the city a little bit to uh, the ability to breathe I don't see that happening especially with the way voters vote in these cities I mean look at Chicago perfect example they had an opportunity to you know elect somebody that was a little bit tougher on crime instead they went they went with this joker of a mayor they've got now and crime spikes that's my next podcast that I'm talking about Chicago crime what was the stat on that 38 uh, percent during Brandon Johnson's first 30 days in office, violent crime surges. Mm, That's not good. That's also, all right, a lot of this stuff was happening as this guy took office, but it's on him. So get out the popcorn, enjoy the decline. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, because that's what we're doing. Hey, we got merch, cool stuff, bunch of other stuff. Check it out. It's on the channel. I'm not going to spend too much time pumping that because that's just not what I do. I read the news and do a little bit of real estate. That's what we're doing. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now.